In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative MBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. doing i am so glad to be speaking with y'all again 
I've got a friend, someone where we check in on each other. And he is internationally known. He is so awesome. Great, great friend, great host, great guy that just keeps us laughing. Uh, we were supposed to have this conversation a while ago. Um, you'll find out why though in the episode, but I'm so glad that Kaylin Allen is stopping by. We're about to have fun, y'all. Listen, y'all, I am excited. I have my buddy, someone who has wowed us, inspired us, encouraged us, and is such a light. Some years ago, we saw him just doing videos at home, talking about pistachio marshmallow seven-layer taco salads that people would make, and he would deconstruct these vi videos and be like, no, ma'am, mm-mm, look like a heart attack finna come, mm-mm, no, finna be on a toilet. And just like his authenticity is what won the hearts of millions, went on to work with and have his own show through Ellen DeGeneres and is now transitioning and doing so many great things. He is someone's friend. He is someone's son. To us, we love him. He is Kaylin Allen. Hey, Michelle. Hey, boo. <laughs> How you doing? How you feeling? I am good. I am good. How are you, dear heart? I'm wonderful. You look wonderful. You look so Cha. shiny. I love it. Child, it's just I, I put on some um oil. Uh-huh. Because your skin is always flawless. Y'all, I'm like, does he get like microdermabrasion and hydrofacials every day? Oh, my gosh. I wish. Are they on call? Honey, it's genetics, baby. It's genetics. Now, we are not mad at that. We are not mad at that. Y'all, listen. Oh, I forgot to say, y'all, Kaylin is an artist. Like, he's an all-around artist, music, actor. Can you tell us about the movie? Uh, yeah, I could. Let me see what I can I tell you. Uh, so it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie, which is what I'm excited about because, you know, I'm also finishing a Christmas album right now. So it's going to be a very Kaylin Christmas. Very Kaylin Christmas. I love it. Congratulations. Let me tell you something, and this is a nugget. If you can do Christmas movies, Christmas albums, anything for Christmas, that stuff like lives on forever. Because mm -hmm. people are always looking for something to do around mm -hmm. the holidays. So you are right in there. Okay, so listen. Yes. You went viral uh -huh. a long time ago. Uh -huh. Okay, with your Kaylin Reacts food videos. All right. Um, can you go into, like, what made you say, I'm just going to put this phone up here? Because people don't realize the power of the phone and your authenticity mm -hmm. and how it can change your bank account. Well, you know what's funny about that is that, so when this happened, this was in November 2017, right? So this is really the decline of YouTube. You know, back in the day, YouTubers were like a huge thing. It was like, the that's what you did. The decline of YouTube? Well, the reason why I say that is because there wasn't as much emphasis on being a YouTube creator at this time. So like, oh. that wasn't a new thing that was coming up. Like the people that you would watch on YouTube have been doing it for years. You know, like the Jackie Inez and the Patrick Stars. These people had been doing 
YouTube for a very long time. So you weren't seeing like new money being put into to YouTube. Um, okay. And this was also before TikTok existed. So I really came in at a sweet spot of because what's so funny now, especially it's like when it comes to reaction videos, like a few of us did them at this time. But now because TikTok has really made it really accessible to be able to do like a split screen kind of thing. Now everybody, they mama does it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at that time, it was an accident. It was not something that I was planning on doing. I, you know, I was at school in Tipper University. I was getting my degrees in theater and film. The, the plan was that I was going to move to New York and I was going to try to be on Broadway and I was just going to do that. And that was going to be it. And then that first semester of my senior year is I just had this feeling. I believe that I am divinely guided. That's what I tell people all the time. And there was a feeling that told me to make that first video. And then I, I did it and I posted it. Next thing I knew that one had gone viral. And then a month later, I was going to film my first episode of Ellen. And then in January of 2018, I moved to Los Angeles. It all happened wait, in wait, three wait, months. Wait, wait a minute. Have you heard Tabitha Brown's story? Yes. Kind of the same thing where she said she heard a voice say, get your phone, mm -hmm. use your phone. Mm-hmm. And to see what you two have done just by the power of making good use out of the phone, bringing joy to people's hearts right. because people use their phones for evil. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just going to say it. Uh, uh -huh. right? But y'all, you use your phone to make us. Did you know you were you trying to make us laugh? No. And, and you know, what's so funny about that. And I tell people this all the time is that I'm not a comedian. And it's like, I just know I'm a comedic entertainer. I know comedy. I just know what's funny. And it's really a lot of times, it's just how I talk. It's just how I express myself. It's just who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I don't see it as I'm sitting down, like writing down a joke or something like that. It's just like every now and to be honest, even the way that I make content now it's all off a of feeling. I don't believe in making content just to say that I had made some content or whatever. I have to feel it. So for instance, like the other day I was at the grocery store and these two boys called me, sir. And so then something in my spirit was like, this would be a funny video. So I went home. I was like, I already know what I want to say. I know how I want to say it. I'm a press record. And I'm going to talk to this phone for a minute and 30 seconds. You know what I mean? And I think, and what I realized after that video is that I think because because it is so natural to me, I think it becomes so believable that people think that I actually really care about it. If that makes sense of being like, and I'm like, I don't really care that these boys call me sir. Like that's not, I, that's not keeping me up at night. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's a part of the comedy. It's a part of the hysteria of it all. It's yes. a performance. I love it. I have those moments and where I should press record, but then I'm self-conscious like, well, you don't have on no makeup. You mm. got to do this. You mm. got to do that. Don't be mm. coming on looking busted. So a lot of my thoughts just stay thoughts. But I'm going to try to do some more natural moments uh -huh. of, you know, spontaneous uh -huh. filming. Now, yeah. where, where do you feel like that self-consciousness comes from? Where does it stem from? Um. So this... You interviewing me? <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help so, it. So, okay, I know where it comes from. It comes from always being known or seen as glamour, hair and makeup always done. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I should at least have on some lipstick. Okay. I'm not saying 
one that comes on natural with no makeup mm-hmm. done or or no hair done. I'm not saying that they are wrong, right. but it's just like if I don't, will it be like, ooh, what's she going through today? Something wrong. Mm, okay. I don't know, but that's me overthinking, assuming what people are thinking, and they're probably not. They probably don't care. Well, I would I would say that the flip is. I think it's also the fact of like you being in the industry at a time before social media, but at the level that you were doing it as well, I can understand why you would have that perspective. And I think the industry has changed so much in today's day and age is that it's it's two different times. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't think it has anything to do with you overthinking at all. I think it's you thinking in, in what you're used to and, and what it used to be. You know what I mean? Which that I can understand. And this has been your Ask Dr. Caitlin moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you, though. You are so right. You're spot on. That's why I was sitting in the spirit of hush because I was like, Caitlin is actually spot on. Uh, I don't know. I just try to add perspective to stuff. You know, I I think I'm very, especially so, and I don't know if I've even told you this before, is that I plan on when this is, you know, when I decide I want to retire and I want to like, you know, sit down or somewhere, I plan to become a therapist to specifically to people that work in the industry. Because in my experience of going to therapy, therapists could only understand the everyday stuff. But when it came to industry stuff, they had no idea of how to help me. And a lot of, especially in earlier, that was a lot of my issues were were rooted in navigating the industry. And it was just like, well, who am I supposed to talk to? You know what I mean? So That's I want to so be able to be that resource to people. So you think we should go to school together and open up a practice? Come on, let's go. We should. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I like that. Let's go. Okay, Okay. I'll let you get back to the interview. No, no, we no, because it's going to flow and half eighty percent of what we're talking about ain't even. You're right about it. You're right about it. So you did a reaction video. Mm -hmm. Now wait a minute. Were people that you did reaction videos to? Did they actually get offended? Some, some at first, but it was never like a big thing. Um, but I, I do remember, I think there was at some point when the videos would be, you know, featured on, on Kaylin or on Ellen that people would be like, well, we need a cut, you know, uh, like, cause it was like, a which technically the, a cut of the of, ad revenue, you know, no, 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 you didn't need it. it what you cooked needed to be cut. Okay. Like, exactly, exactly. Exactly. They were right. It needed to be cut. They exactly. Cut. cut the video. But the funny thing about that is Out. that technically it's a parody, you know, cause it's like a commentary or whatever. But you know, when you, when you're dealing with something that was getting that many views, I think once I left Ellen on Kaylin itself had already done over a billion views uh in itself so it's like when you have stuff of that magnitude of course people want to you know cash in or, or get a cut of the check or whatever i don't really care about that because i don't that's not why I, I make stuff but yeah no i i think what was also crazy about it was just that then and this is why i stopped doing them was because i noticed that people were just making videos to that were just nasty and i think for me everything is about authenticity you know and so i was like i would watch a video and i'd be like that's not real you know and and me yeah. talking about like how i'm not a comedian it's like i'm not about to sit here and just write a couple of jokes to try and make this funny you know what i mean yeah. it's like i don't ever want to be a character or or for it to feel inauthentic. So I was just like, so I just won't do it that much. I'll just find something else to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, 
Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on because we saw the videos mm-hmm. and then wow, I'm just tripping. Like you said, it was only three months yes. later that Ellen DeGeneres calls you and then mm-hmm. you literally saunter and sashay and strut out on that show and you mm-hmm. sit down and you cross your legs <laughs> and you're sitting with Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. Was, this was what, 2017, 2018? So I taped the first episode December 2017. And so... What was that like? Mm. You get the phone call mm-hmm. to go out there. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, well, what? it was a, a whirlwind. Kansas, a Kansas born. Very much so. Very much so. It was a whirlwind, you know. Uh, so my first idea was that I was going to show up. They was going to give me a cute little shutterfly check. And I was going to go about my business. Like, that's what I thought it was going to be. And then I wasn't expecting to be offered the job. And so when I was offered the job, I said yes on the show. I remember I left there. I was staying at the the Hilton in Universal City. Yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I was at the Hilton, and I remember the next day. I think my flight may have been in the evening or something. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna get up and go to Universal Studios. I ain't never been. You know, I'm gonna go by myself mm-hmm. and go have fun. And I remember I got to Universal and I called uh at that time my acting teacher at Temple. I said, this is the deal. I was offered a job. I need to move to L.A. The original contract did not say I needed to move to L.A., but I knew that if I moved to L.A., then I would be used more. They would use me more because I was there. I was more convenient. They didn't have to pay for travel and stuff like that. And so I was like, we need to figure out how I can finish my degrees in L.A. And with this move needs to happen ASAP. So I flew back to Temple, packed up all my stuff. We figured it out. I did class at night while I was at Ellen. And then I moved to Los Angeles. But I will say that it was very scary at first. And it, mm-hmm. to be honest, probably one of my most depressive moments of my life. And the reason is, is because I was thrown into something with little to no guidance as to far as how it operated and how it worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, and when I got the job, I was working five jobs in college. Like I was used to, you know, working, 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 being, mm-hmm. being, And now my only job, is the Ellen DeGeneres show, but this is before on Kaylin. This is before regular appearances. So it's just like a every now and then. So I'm just sitting in the apartment. Like I'm just sitting in my apartment watching TV all day. It was driving me insane. I was like, I'm so bored. I was in like a furnished apartment. So it really wasn't mine. So the apartment was just like there and it was dark. There wasn't a lot of sunlight. I was like, I can't do this. This is sad. I don't like it. So then that was when I asked for an office at Warner Brothers because I was like, give me give me purpose. Give me somewhere I can go. You know, and then I think that that was really why then everything else started to happen was because I was very hands on. And, you know, me, I'm a very vocal person. I am very like all toes in. You know what I mean? So that's just who I am. I could be wrong, but I'm wondering when you ask for an office. Mm. Did that send a positive signal to them like, oh, he want to come in and work. He wants to be visible versus someone else that might have been lazy. Right. Might would just sit at home and be like, I'll just wait for them to call me. I'll just. But you didn't have to. Mm -hmm. But you chose to go up there, maybe even when you weren't called, but just Mm -hmm. to be in the environment, be in the atmosphere to stay upbeat. Is that what am I hearing you right? Well, yes, yes. And I think, you know, I think a lot of my career is I can honestly say I know full wholeheartedly I am a boss and that is how I run my life. 
You know what I mean? A lot of the opportunities that that yes. come to me is because I worked to make them happen. I make the connections. I built the relationships. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, it, and that's important to me because especially me being from Kansas, it was like when people would ask like, well, who do you look up to? Who do you want to be when you grow up or something like that? I was just like, I don't, there's nothing there. You know, a lot of who I am is, is made from the lack thereof, especially being like a black queer person. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I have to, I have to work this hard. I have to do all this to be representation and visibility purposes. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. And I know you've been very vocal about not only what comes with being black, mm-hmm. but black and queer mm-hmm. And maybe the struggles or the limitations, Mm. were there any put on you Mm. even before Ellen? Oh, even if they were before, I don't think I noticed it to the magnitude that I do now. And I would say that I, I even I even experienced those limitations still to this day. You know what I mean? There are a lot of times. So before you did it, but now. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I think I think the. The fulfillment was different, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh, I think prior to, especially doing theater, it was just like, that's kind of where, you know, we all lived. You know, that's where all the queer people went. They went to the theater. So it was just like, right. So it was like, this was safe. But now, and I tell people all the time, it's like, when it comes to my career, the frustrating thing about it is that I know that a lot of times it's something doesn't sustain or something is a failure or say I do a show and it only has one season. It's like, it would be different if I could know that that was because of my ability and I just need to practice some more or learn some more. I said, but it is frustrating when you know that a lot of the rejection of who I am is because of bigotry or because someone doesn't want my black body on there or they don't want my queer body in that space. You know what I mean? And so it's like, because at that point you like, I'm hitting the wall. Like, it's like, I don't know how to be anybody but myself. So it's like, what more do you want from me? You know what I mean? Or finding where you fit into the puzzle. You know what I mean? And I think that's also why I gravitate. I, and you know, even when it comes to like Ellen or like you, I think I gravitate to building relationships and I care more about creating relationships with people that have meant something to me in my growing up or the people that influenced me or that, you know, uh, meant something. Like I remember yeah. being in middle school and like being in my grandma's Chrysler 300 and on the, th- on the six disc uh, changer was destiny fulfilled. You know what I mean? So yes. it's like, but having those full circle moments of, of thinking about the things that made me who I am, it, it helps to recenter me to know that I have a purpose. And especially now looking at the relationships that I have with so many people that, yeah, at one point what I would have never imagined is mm-hmm. to me is reassurance that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Even when it comes to like meeting Oprah and, and talking to Oprah and then like having conversations with like you Michelle Obama. Beyonce, yeah, exactly. You have been, you know, I I remember being at that place where you're seeing people in textbooks or you're seeing people mm-hmm. on MTV VH1 or mm-hmm. Entertainment Tonight. And then before you know it, some years mm-hmm. pass by and you're brushing elbows and you're being on the red carpet. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. 
Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You said something that I would have never thought. But I understand when you first got the call, you were excited, but then you said it was one of the most depressing moments because you were kind of thrust in there with no guidance, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How has it been for you now? Because me and you have briefly, we've been talking about transition. Mm 
And what it's like how people and rebranding, mm-hmm. um, reinventing yourself because people know you now for one thing. Mm-hmm. How has that been? Ellen DeGeneres, I did just last season, last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and we, t- we were talking about transition. How has that been for you? Well, you know what's so funny about that is one thing I had to realize, and I think it also had a lot to do with the fact that I started while I was still in college. I think I was still operating as in the mindset of a child of to where everything is laid out for me and that, you know, to people are telling me where to go, what to do. This is the time you go to class and stuff like that. And I think at some point I realized that I needed to start transitioning to thinking like an adult and to to find that peace in in the transitions so i think one of the best transitions that i made was moving to new york because that was always the dream that's always where i wanted to be and i hated los angeles you know what i mean and so i was like when did you hate los angeles i've always hated los angeles i just michelle michelle when we saw each other at the wearable art gala do you know I'd only been in in LA for like 10 hours? I flew in just for the gala and I, I left. I'm not going to lie. Me too. I was there less than 24 hours. Listen here. And I said, I literally, when I was talking to Trey, I was like, what time is the gala over? And he was like, it was supposed to end around 1030. We know it was a little bit longer than that. Uh, and so then I was like, okay, well, my flight going to be at midnight. And then, cause we both left together and we both went to the airport. <laughs> And I was like, I'm out of here. When I go to LA, I want to be in and out. Okay. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. Yes, honey. And so I was like, I got to get out of here. And so then, and and the reason why is like, you know, this Los Angeles is very industry heavy. Everybody there practically works in industry or has some connection to it. And a lot of who I am, especially when it comes to the art that I make and my comedic, you know, spirit about me is derived from the everyday person. And I was just like, this is not an everyday life. We live the same day, every single day. I need seasons. I want Christmas to feel like Christmas. I want Halloween to feel like Halloween. Like that's what I need. I need some normalcy. And I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. But I mean, the version of who I am here is like night and day to who I was in LA. Are you happier? Oh, I love it. I love it. I see things so crystal clear. Every day, I'm just up and ready to go. I love it. It's just mm. like, you moved too. I did, but I, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Everybody, uh-huh. you know, seems to find their way down here. Life brought me here, mm-hmm. and it's been good for me. Now, mm, LA or New York, I would want to live, I'm the Hamptons girl. Okay. Okay. I, see I don't know. Now, I don't know if I want to. You do. Come on. I see it for me, too. <laughs> I see it for you. I see it for you. Come on. Let's continue to see <laughs> it for each other. Yes. L.A., maybe on the outskirts mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, the Santa Barbara. Encino. Encino. Sherman Oaks is getting a little... Well, you used to live in Sherman Oaks, didn't you? I used to live in yeah. Sherman Oaks, and I've heard it has changed. I believe that. I think people are starting to move out a lot. Yeah. It has changed a lot. Now, mm-hmm. you did talk about relationships prior, and just so y'all know, Caitlin and I were supposed to do this interview a couple months ago. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. All right. But due to the loss of his very close friend, Twitch, we had to postpone it. 
and you talked about going to LA, doing Ellen, not having guidance. Mm. How did the relationship with you and Twitch happen? And do you think if it wasn't for your relationship with him, you, you'd be like, I probably would have just commuted back and forth here. Oh, you know, you, you're you absolutely right. And you know so funny about that? It's like, that was such a shock to me. And it it affected me in ways that I didn't even know it was going to affect me. I'm it sorry. affected the way that I, the way that I approached my work, the way I approached my life, what I thought about what I need to do from here on out, you know? Um, and I think what was great about having Twitch, as far as like us practically being like the only black, like, you know, talent on the show mm-hmm. is that we were able to support each other in ways that we couldn't have gotten that from anybody else just off of race itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, just Bringing collard greens and shitlands on right you know like, Bro, you know i know, you know like, <laughs> exactly but just being able to have and i think also as two people that were figuring out the industry and figuring out what was next you know and, and doing that together especially because you know he had been at the show for so long right and i was new like i was there for five years and he was there for 15 you know and so even with me being able to to help and tell him like what the industry is like now because you know when you have that safety net of a show for that long it's hard to understand i mean you could probably understand that of being like in a group for so long and now it's over and now you thrown to the wolves and then you gotta figure it out you know and then it's like you don't know what to do because you've had this safety net for so long and then you have to deal now you have to figure out how to stand out on your own and make a name for yourself while you got a whole bunch of people trying to tell you who you should be or what you supposed to do. You know what I mean? We have lived the same transition. I want you to know that I see you and I know the hard work that you are doing. I know you're happier now, you know, because you are in New York, but you had some compounded grief. You have more than one type of grief. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Grieving the loss of community, Mm -hmm. relationships that were built on the show, and then the actual loss of a life, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, to someone. Can you break down your your journey, Mm -hmm. your grief journey for someone that's listening? Checking in is based, definitely Mm -hmm. based in mental health, but we try not to be so heavy with it. But maybe share, you know, your grief journey with us. Yeah, so I think I felt I felt all of it. Um, at first, I was in shock. Then probably about a couple of days, and I became really, really sad about it to where it's all I thought about all day long, every single day. And it, it would just replay in my mind over and over and over again. And then I became angry. Then I got mad. You know, but those are the steps of grief, right? Right. Then I then I became very angry about a lot of things, and then afterwards, after the anger part, I I think I got a little bit more insightful, you know, and I and I think I started to have more direct conversations with him about it all, about what was next, what needed to happen next. You know what I mean? And and what I could say even is, and I felt this a couple of weeks ago. I was in. Miami for a South Beach Food and Wine Festival, but right before I was very, 
very frustrated, you know, and I was very frustrated with the industry, with Hollywood. I was at a point where I was like, you know what, Kaylin, maybe you should just go get a nine to five because I'm tired of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was in this battle and I was talking to somebody about it. And I said, you know what? It probably actually has a lot more to do with Twitch that that I feel this anger. And I said, because a lot of the conversations that me and Twitch were always surrounded about careers, you know, and, and, and making sure that the world outside of these safety nets finds value in us and worth in us, you know, and that mm-hmm. we can actually do this on our own. And, that, you know, even when I wrote in my my thing, because all the headlines were talking about like Ellen's sidekick and stuff like that. And I was just like, this man has a name, you know? And so I wrote it in my post, like he was no one's sidekick. You know, I was right. like, he was the glue. He kept it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I, and so I think I became in a moment of maybe it was more so I was in a fighter mode. I was just like, I'm gonna make these dreams and aspirations come true, even if I have to do it myself, because I'm mm-hmm. tired of sitting at these tables, begging and pleading for somebody to see my worth when the analytics are already there, when the proof is already in the pudding. I'm not going to keep trying to beg you to give me an opportunity. If you won't do it, then I'll just do it myself. Because it was the power of you were you kind of were starting doing it yourself. Right. And some I mean. They, if with a Tyler Perry say, ain't nobody going to invite you to the table, make your own table. Yeah, yeah, right. And you are so capable of doing all of that. And with that being said, capable of so many things. Mm-hmm. How in the world? By the way, thank you for sharing with us your journey. Yes, right. The highs, the lows, because people think, oh, my gosh, you, you're in L.A., you're driving this fancy car, you have this, you're on L.A., you're doing this, you got OMK, you got YouTube, you got Food Network, you got this and that. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes some true um, strength, some grounding, because people don't realize what you do go through to maintain. So yeah. thank you for keeping it all the way real and sharing with us a part of your um, grief journey. Of course. And um, for fast forward to everything that you're capable of. Uh-huh. Like, how, how are you on the East Coast? NYU mm-hmm. and Juilliard? Yeah. Like those, those aren't easy <laughs> program schools to get into. What made you say, I'm, 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 headed, I'm headed to New York. I'm going to NYU and Juilliard. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I knew that I wanted to have a talk show one day and everything that I do, it is important that I know the ins and the outs, that I come with the tools and what I need to be able to do it to the best of my ability. And so I was like, I was. this is another thing. I'm telling you, all these things just come to me. I was scrolling through Facebook one day and I saw an ad for an online master's program at NYU and something told me apply. And so I Click the link. I applied to the the school. That happened. The same thing happened with Juilliard. I so the the week I moved to Los Angeles, I had a Juilliard grad school audition for acting, and I canceled it because, of course, I was moving to LA. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I was here, and I was just like, one day I was in the bed, I was watching TV, and I said something in my spirit said, "Kaylin, go on to Juilliard's website right now." I go to Juilliard's website. I see that they have a Juilliard extension program, which basically allows people to be able to train at Juilliard without having to do the full degree program. So I, so something in my spirit says, just apply. And I did. And then that's how both of those things happen. Come on. Mm -hmm. All right. 
because this is mirroring one of my aspirations and dreams to do. Mm-hmm. Did you have people to tell you, you don't need to go to school? Yeah, but I mean, nobody can really tell me what to do. Because <laughs> it almost came out of my mouth. Ah. Because, I mean, you have the natural gift to yes. talk. Correct. Entertain. Correct. Right. Which is also why I think the program is really easy for me is because a lot of the oh. stuff I just already know how to do. But and I knew people were going to say that, you know, uh, DeRay McKesson said the same to me. He was like, why are you going to school? You don't need to go to school. You know what I mean? And, and this is another reason why I said and this really is where the race and the identity comes into it as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I said, because especially the fact that I'm I'm classified as a digital creator. I said, I don't want anyone to say that I didn't earn my spot. I don't want anyone to be able to say that. I was like, I'm going to have this paper and I'm going to also have the knowledge and the tools to be able to like, well, here it is. I hear now. I hear you there. But the reason why I'm kind of like, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sometimes favor. Amen. Let's you do things. Amen. At an accelerated pace. Correct. That it does. That it does. It gets you to the front of the line. Amen. Favor is not understood. Mm-hmm. And it does not look fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I, and, I, and I can admit, I can admit, and this wasn't really until I was in history that I started to somewhat care more about what people thought or what I they know. said. You know, it's kind of inevitable. It's kind of inevitable, especially when you, I think this is what another thing that people don't understand. It's like when you are getting so much feedback and criticism at mass amounts, like we're talking thousands of people being able to have an opinion yeah. on you. I think people just think that it's just like, oh yeah, I wrote this comment and it's one comment, but you're not realizing I'm getting thousands of stuff you know what i mean and it's like i can this was more so early in my career it was like you could have 50 million good comments and then you see that one bad one can do you see that one bad one and for some reason you your mind tells you that's the one that's real that's the true one like people could say i love you blah 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 50 million times you'd be like oh thank you i love you so much somebody got something smart to say or mean to say and you like hold on you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me. I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough. But these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I, I got questions for you too, but I want you to keep yours. No, you fine, you fine, you fine. Come on, ask me some questions. <laughs> Well, you know, I was, you know, I, I keep up with you on an everyday basis. I'm and nervous. so, no, no, no. So, like, I see, you know, interviews and stuff like that. And one thing that I remember, especially now, even still to this day, when you are connected to an entity already and people always ask you questions about everybody else's business, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that get on your nerves? Because it gets on mine. It does. And that's why I was even careful to ask you about Twitch, mm. right? That's different. I know, but it's like, no, be interested in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you know, is Beyonce going to have another baby? Is Kelly going to have another baby? Are you mm-hmm. going to have a baby? Well, what was it like to, what's Blue like? Well, what, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, are, like, what? Mm-hmm. 
But it took me years to accept people's natural curiosity and interest. Mm-hmm. Right. But as far as in, when I'm doing interviews, I'm coming like respect me enough to at least make the first half of the interview about me. Right. And if you want to slide in the question that I get mm-hmm. every day, will Destiny's Child ever reunite? Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But like respect me about what I'm here to promote, but don't be trying to slide in shade mm-hmm. or questions. So unfortunately it comes with it, but they should know better. Mm. They should know better. And that's why I I think, you know, with me wanting to do a talk show one day or even having checking in, mm-hmm. I I feel I'm a safe person to have people on mm-hmm. as a guest because I will never be intrusive. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and or disrespectful or ask questions or make you feel like I've promoted albums in the radio station. You don't play my music, but because I'm a part of Destiny's Child. Right. That got me through the door. Right. And I and I would ask the radio promo people at my label, like, are they even playing my record? Hmm. Well, why am I going up there? Mm-hmm. Because they know it is a way to talk about other people other right. than me in my project. It's so funny that you said that because even when I was talking about like, you know, the people I met and you slid in the Beyonce thing. And, and I think for me. Because I know how excited you are. You've been so publicly vocal about meeting her. And yeah. I personally was so happy when you did. Yes. and I, But I think it's also, it's like, also, have you watched Swarm? Swarm? Not yet. I have not. It's crazy. Is it about, they say she, the young lady that stars in it, is say it is not about Beyonce or the Beehive. Oh, it absolutely is. Episode six is like blatant. It's okay, like blatant. Okay, okay. Oh, it absolutely yes. Okay, but okay. <laughs> so, but it it is so complicated. But I think for me, I am very protective of it. Um, mm-hmm. and the reason why I say that is because so I remember when I guest hosted Ellen and I interviewed Kelly, and I remember reading a lot of the trivia questions beforehand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and me being like, no, we are not asking that. You know what I mean? And it, and it was, it almost had to be a compromise because they always, people just, they, they're, they want to know. They feel like that's their only way in. If Beyonce did interviews, they wouldn't have to ask us because they could just refer to her. Exactly. But but maybe they're like, well, (laughs) we're not going to get it out of her. So maybe we got to get it out of other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. But it's even like, for instance, like, like the Beyonce thing, like me meeting her at the Weber Alga and we walked out together. Right. Like I didn't walk up to you and we walking out and be like, girl, guess who I finally met? You know what I mean? Because it's not necessary. And I also believe that two worlds can exist. You know what I mean? Like, like you can have, you can admire somebody and, and it doesn't have to be always about them just because you know, other people connected to them. You know what I mean? And it's just like, why can't it just exist as two separate things of being like, yes, this is the relationship I have with this person. Yeah, they know this person, but I was never in the point of being like, Michelle, can you tell Mich- uh, Beyonce to call me? Can you t- can you tell her to send me some flowers? Like, because that's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. And I think as, as, as well as me living and working in the industry, at the end of the day, people just want to feel like human beings and people want to be respected as such. You know what I mean? And I and I think that's another reason why I had to leave L.A. Because everybody just cared too much about the mess. You know what I mean? Or the stuff that yeah. didn't matter. It was just yeah. like, 
let's just like connect. People don't know when to turn it off. Right. Or to have balance. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so the the reason why I'm glad that I don't live in LA anymore because it gave me so much anxiety. Mm. I always felt like, well, I'm here. I better take a meeting. Yeah. Let me put That's myself exactly on the auction block. Right. Let them know. Let me, you know, like you said, you're almost selling yourself mm-hmm. for for opportunities. But I'm so thankful since I've been in Georgia. Like so much has come my way without mm. having to have all of these 80,000 meetings. Right. You know, you know what's so crazy about that is that I found that same experience moving to New York. And I think it's also because like, you know, everybody that does what I do essentially would live in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I was like the rare diamond in the rough out here to where I was doing it at the magnitude that I've been doing it. Then I became an asset. Michelle, the other day I was going through me and my assistant, we going through the emails and it was like an invite to a movie premiere. And I was like, why am I invited to this? Like, do y'all like who is sitting at the list? Like, yep, Kaylin would like this. You know, it'd be the most random oh, stuff. Yes. But it's like and and I love that people yeah. find that I bring that value to it and stuff like that. I, I really do enjoy that. And it's just like you said, I think I learned that the way that I got into it was just the gateway. You know, yeah, it, it was just the door to be able to do everything else that I wanted to do. Yes, know? there's so much more. You're not in a box. Right. You know, you have many, many, many lanes to fill. Mm-hmm. And don't let anybody make you feel like you have to stay in one. But you're showing us that you don't because. Right. You've got you are you were a judge. Were you a judge on a cooking show? On yeah. Network, yeah. Right? I was a judge on Holiday Baking Championship Gingerbread Showdown. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to do anything more in that space, please? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, I think that's like my bread and butter. You know, I, I think I am uh, a judge on Beat Bobby Flay, which we filmed months ago. You know yes! what I mean? So Come it's like, okay. so it's like okay. I, I, I don't have any plans of stopping or like, I just love doing any and everything. I love to I be love able it. to just be well-rounded and, and conquer it all. You know, I know I want to do Broadway. I know I want to do all that. I'm so excited about that red carpet. Yes, I'm going I'm putting in my bid for my invitation <laughs> to your first opening night on Broadway uh-huh. because I know you're born for Broadway. You already know it, baby. But I do have a question about the podcast that you have with Ricky Lake. Yes. Uh-huh. Now wait a minute. Now you ain't old enough to know Ricky Lake. Okay, so I've done hairspray. Uh, twice. Ah, And so that's really where I knew Ricky Lake from. And actually how I ended up on the podcast is I was at brunch with DeRay McKesson, who was an executive producer on the podcast. Yep. Hey, DeRay. Yes. Hey, DeRay. And so we were at brunch and he was like, oh, Ricky Lake is doing this podcast and they're looking for, you know, young millennial talent to do it with her. And he was like, I think you'd be a great fit. Let me know. And so I happened to be going to L.A. that next week. And so they had already auditioned people like they had been doing auditions for people. And I was a last minute addition. And they asked me to come into the studio and film and record with Ricky. So I walk in, I meet Ricky. She's like, "Okay, you want to try this house? Like, yeah, let's do it. And I went in there. I watched the clips and me and her just talked. And she was obsessed from day from the jump. And she was like, this is who I want. Like she hired me on the spot. And then that's how the podcast was born. Wow. I love it. I am here for 
all the, I mean, there's so many like tentacles, mm-hmm. you know, as far as all that you can do. Now, lastly, you have been vocal about uh-huh. love. I'm not going to oh, ask Lord. you, do you have love? <laughs> but you've been very vocal about uh-huh. love in your life. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that, like, that's an important need of yours? Ooh. Now, see, listen, you said last week. I'm like, this got a couple layers in it, Michelle. Because there uh, are times where I'm like, I'm good. Okay, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I'm going to be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Where I am right now, and after the experiences that I've had, especially while working in the industry, I've been like, nope, don't want it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nope, I'm better off without it because it's too much. It's too stressful. And I don't have time to be trying to figure out other folks' intentions. I'm a little tired of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so you're saying that's where you are right now. Okay, uh-huh. y'all, I'm not intrusive. I ain't going to be nosy. No, you can be nosy. Well, we already kind of, you know, passed our time. <laughs> We're going to have to do a part two. So I am thankful that you came to our show, giving so much hope and inspiration that when people are really who they are, authenticity, people see it and they gravitate to that more than something contrived or made up. I feel like consumers Mm -hmm. are way smarter now than they Mm -hmm. were even 20 years ago. Cause 20 years ago, you could get away with with the publicity stunt. Right. But I feel like people smell it. And I feel like people know now this ain't real. You know, yep. we're smarter than that. And so thank you. No, thank for being you. Being a trailblazer, Kaylin. A trailblazer. Oh, thank you, Michelle. And us here at Checking In, we are rooting for you and we are so excited about your new East Coast journey. Will you check in with us again? Oh, you know it, honey. Come on. All right. I love you. I'll see you later. To the loop. All right. Didn't we have fun? I told y'all, y'all don't be y'all don't be believing me at times. I'm so grateful for a connection and relationship with Kaylin. I understand transition. I understand the transition that he's making and going through, but I really feel like he is doing well with his transition. And prayerfully, this conversation was something for anybody else that's going through a job change or a school change or relationship change, changes in the family or Whatever it is that you're going through that requires change, change is good. Evolving is good. Deciding to reinvent yourself and what you want to do is good. I just want you to know that it's good. All right? It ain't over until it's good. Just know that you're loved. Hey, 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 if you live in Atlanta or you're like, you know what, I think I just want to catch a flight, not feelings. You know, I think I want to take a road trip to be in Atlanta on April 22nd for the first Black Effect Podcast Festival. All right. It's going to be live podcasts from your favorite shows. I'm excited about the live podcast festival because it's going to be the first one. 
This festival is the first one. So I know it's going to be amazing. And I'm so glad that Charlemagne chose to have it home where I live. I don't know if he did it for me, but I'm just going to put it out there. He did it because of me. Okay, so listen, come and check me out. Come check me out. I'm going to be with the girls from Reasonably Shady. There's so many more. We're going to rock it out. Okay, tickets are available at blackeffect.com. Get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. All right, I want to see you there because if I don't, I'm going to be mad and then I'll have to go get therapy. All right, so just, just come see your girl. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. 
That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.